Hi, my darling realms. I believe you are doing great. We give God all the praise. Thank you so much for um, hanging on. It's our week two, and um, I'm super excited about all that God has for us. Um, thank you for last week. Thank you for you know listening to the podcast and you know participating in the comment um, room and all of that. Thank you for um, participating in everything that we did during the week. All right, so today is our module two. We thank God for module one. Today is module two. And um, I'm just going to jump, you know, um, ahead of what I sent to us in the um, chat. I sent us the um, the roster, but I'm just going to, you know, um, jump. Or let me just say replace module four with um, module two for today. All right, so now i know that uh, most of us are here because we want to spark up our prayer lives back we want to spark up our study life back we want to you know get back to doing what we we're doing before now i really don't know what your um relationship with god was like before i don't know what your spiritual life was before now but i believe that you were doing fairly fine only you're doing fine not fairly fine <laughs> all right so or any which ways, anyways. <laughs> but I believe that you had a measure of relationship with God, and um, probably right now you're not where you used to be, and you are not comfortable with it. And definitely, you have um, thoughts for a better work with God, you know, that can even start up now, and even you know, that moves into the future. But I believe strongly that a lot of times, God allows us to be redrawn so that it can shoot us out and then you know just like a bow you know you withdraw the arrow and then the you know um by the time you shoot the arrow just goes you know really really far so i believe that this is a time that god is giving us another chance to shoot out better than what we were before in our work with the lord so i really don't know where you're coming from I want you to know that the days ahead are going to be far, 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 far greater than where you used to be, and um, there's it's it's um, perfectly fine that you know things happened the way they happened. But what is most beautiful is that the future uh, the future is going to be bright. It is already bright. I see a very bright future for all of us starting already. All right. So now. The reason why um, today's model is going to be what it is, or it is what it is, is because I want to, I want us to have a um, proper mindset towards prayers and um, study of the Word of God. Now, prayers and study and all of those activities are just a means to an end. Prayer study and all of those things are not what makes your relationship with god what it should be they are just a means to an end they are like um, vehicles they are like um activities they are things exercises that you need to do you know so that is not really the nitty-gritty the most important thing about developing a strong work with god and you know just basking in god's glory and having a great time with him i need us to know why we are actually you know 
desirous of a relationship with God. Remember that last we talked about us being realms, being kingdoms, as in, you know, not being boxed in the name of mommy. There's so much more. But, you know, today's module is going to be focused on why. We're going to be looking at the why. Why should I chase after God? Why should I want to pray? Why should I want to study? Why should I want to fast? Why should I want to activate my spiritual gifts and callings? This, you know, um, model today is going to make you see that, you know, prayers is just a means. Study is just a means, as I said before. There's something that you need to eat. There's, there's, there's something you need to get sorted out that will ensure that your prayer life, your study life, you know, goes the way it should go. You're not just, you know, doing it for the sake of doing it or for the sake of, oh, so that I can, you know, just keep my spiritual fire going. No, there is much more to that. And that is what we're going to be looking at today. So I'll be asking you a couple of questions and you would have to answer, you know, as um, in the comment section or you're going to send me a private message but we've started our practical sessions already so now the why's why do i want to study why do i want to grow deeper in the lord now i'm going to be giving us seven pointers all right seven pointers to answer your why now the first one is what is your ultimate desire what is your ultimate desire as a child of god the day you gave your life to christ what was it that you know you know got you what was it that made you decide that no i want to follow jesus what is your ultimate desire like apostle paul we see clearly his ultimate desire was to get people to come to the fullness of the knowledge of christ his ultimate desire was to see people prosper and that was why he was doing a lot of things and even much more than what he was doing for other people, he wanted to go back to be with the Lord and to, you know, deliver the souls that he has been able to, you know, win for Christ unto the Lord. And, you know, he had his own ultimate desires. And that was why everything he was doing was centered around his ultimate desires. So for you, as well, you need to answer this question, what is my ultimate desire? What is my ultimate desire as a child of God? What is my ultimate desire as a Christian? Alright, so I have my own answer, so I have my ultimate desires. Secondly, what is the mark you want to get to as a believer? We all know that, you know, in a race, there's always that mark of, you know, um, that finish mark, that finish line. What is that mark that you want to get to as a believer? And let me just mention to us that I'll be sending us this, um, the the um, the document for this um, voiceover that I'm doing. Uh, I mean, for this podcast rather, and I will be backing it up with some scripture text that you can, you know, um, meditate on and just read through to guide you in answering these questions. So, as I was saying, secondly, what is the mark that you want to get to as a believer? What is that ultimate place that you want to get to and say, Yes, I have walked this journey with god and i have been able to make this mark i've been able to you know fi- get to this finish line just like apostle paul i don't know what your mark is thirdly what is the standard you want to live by as a believer it is beyond just wanting to pray wanting to study the word of god 
wanting to be connected with God, wanting to be known as a child of God, there is supposed to be a standard that you want to live by. There's a standard that, you know, you are like, this is it. This is what I should live my life like. This is, I should not live my life less than this. And that is why, you know, when you begin to think about these things, what is my standard? What is my mark? What is my ultimate desire? These are the things that will drive you to do all those activities, to do all those things that we need to do, studying the word of God, praying and all of those things. Now, what is your standard? What is the standard that you want to live by? Number four, what are you focused on? As a child of God, as a believer, what are you focused on? Hebrews 12, 1 to 2, it says that, you know, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. And Jesus himself, for the joy that was set ahead of him, he had to endure the cross. That was his focus, the joy. So, and that was why he did not hesitate to go all around healing the sick and doing all of those things. He didn't hesitate, you know, you know, being, um, being, um, um, aligned and things like that. You know, even though at the end of the day, he was almost going to chicken out, but he remembered the joy, you know, and that was because he was focused on the joy and that was why i was able to do everything that he did here on earth so for you to have a burning relationship with god for you to have an effective prayer life an effective study life there's something that you are focused on there's something that you're looking at that no i need to achieve this no i need to do this i need to be this i need to be that there's something that you are focused on that would always keep you on your feet all right so number five what would you sacrifice earthly pleasures for what would you sacrifice your money for what would you sacrifice your time for what would you sacrifice relationships for we all as believers that want to have a steady work with god i want to grow in our in our in our prayer life study life we must have something that you know you you say i can sacrifice everything i have to get this thing if i need to sacrifice my sleep for 10 days because I want to study a particular personality in the Bible. You know, there's something that is driving you. There's something that is that that, that you know has just come over you and you're like, I can sacrifice anything. Just the same way you are sacrificing, you know, your your your, your 12 weeks for this course. So there's something that you that you know should be driving you to the place of sacrifice. What would you sacrifice early pleasures to have, to do and to be? All right, number six, what is your easy to get our button? What is that thing about you and the kingdom of God that if anybody presses it, you know that, ah, I'm just going to just, you know, fall flat for it. If anybody presses, it's just like, you know, let me use myself as an example. Somebody should just come to me with a prayer need or something. It's like, that is like an easy to get our button. You know, no matter what I'm doing, even if it's something really personal and urgent to me, it just, you know, brings me flat to the place of wanting to intercede, wanting to pray. So there is that button in me. So I know that button, that button needs to be fueled by the word of God. That button needs to be, you know, sustained and maintained 
by you know my personal prayer life so that even when that button is pressed when you you know come to meet me that oh i need an intercessory um help and things like that i know that i am ready and recharged to meet that need so i know my easy to get button and you know i'm paying attention to it and i'm doing everything to maintain that that button would always be easily pressed and delivered and lastly number seven what will be your boast as a believer now i'm not talking about what would you take pride in or what would you know turn your head (laughs) you know around or make you spin or just you know raise your shoulders i know talking about what can you you know boast about god being a believer and people are saying oh ah, this is what i believe in this is what i believe in or this is what i do what can you boldly come out to say that this is who god is amen so what would be your boast as a believer about who god is and these are the things that would you know drive you to want to study so that you can you know be an approved ambassador of god the bible says that um, study to show yourself approved a workman you know that that is not ashamed that rightly divides the word of truth because we are in a season whereby there are so many teachings right now there are so many things going here and there even in the churches and if you don't have the word of god in you as in you know well understood well studied there's no way you can boast about the knowledge of god that would you know bring you know other kind of invalid you know views down so those are the things that will make you want to study make you want to pray make you want to you know know more about god know more about the kingdom so i've mentioned seven pointers number one what is your utmost desire number two what is the mark you want to get to as a believer number three what is the standard you want to live by number four what are you focused on number five what would you sacrifice earthly pleasures to have to be and to do number six what is your easy to get a button and number seven what will be your your boast as a believer you need to be able to um i, I need you to sit down with these seven questions these seven pointers and these things would help you you know um come up with what um would help you to come up with why you really 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 want to have a good prayer life a good study life you want to have a fired up relationship with god you just don't want to be a realm yes we know that you are a realm yes we are realms we are kingdoms but what is it that you know will make me to rise up as a realm to rise up as a kingdom all right now let me let us know that those are just pointer questions now what i'm going to go into now is the real deal the five dimensions of why the five dimensions of why that is what i call it the five dimensions of why remember that you know taking us through why should i engage in all of these activities why should i engage in all of these things so the five dimensions of why number one let me call them the five p's all right the five p's number one promise one of the reasons why you should know what you're doing as a believer is because of the promise that god has for you and yeah i'm asking you what god and rather i'm saying what god wills for you now this is the promise 
so whatever it is that is drawing you nigh to drawing you nearer to god you know making you long and thirst and hunger after god must be directed towards the promise that god has for you and i this is his ultimate will god has you know promises for you and i even before the foundations of the earth so your study life your prayer life meditation fasting everything must be centered or must be driven towards you obtaining the promise of god and god's ultimate promise for every believer is to dwell with him in eternity to reign with him in glory this is like the ultimate promise of god for us as believers so when you're saying i want to study i want to pray i want to do this i want to do that it should be driven firstly towards obtaining the promise that you and i have in christ this promise has been sent out already god is not just making the promise to us he has made the promise to us and only those who would do everything in their powers to obtain would obtain the promise you know so everything that you want to set out to do should first be driven towards obtaining this promise how would i you know persevere in the place of prayer to ensure that i obtain this promise how would i go into the scriptures to know what i need to do to obtain this promise so your so your your prayer life your study life is channeled towards this and that is why you know i want to take our, our minds away from just you know praying and studying and all of those things for the regular things for god to bless us for god to make our children great and things like that you know there's a whole lot more than that there's a whole lot more than that all right so first of all your wife should be driven towards obtaining the promise of god amen there's a promise for you there's a promise for your family there's a promise for everything that you are involved in so you must drive your activities towards obtaining the promise of god and remember i said that the ultimate promise of god to every believer is to dwell with him in glory what shall he profit a man if he gains the whole world there's i remember that i preached in church one day and i was saying that what will it profit a a person you know you win all the battles in life you overcome all the challenges but at the end of the day you still don't make it to heaven i mean <laughs> that's something we need to think about so everything that we are going towards must be you know um driven towards obtaining the promise of god number two everything that you set your heart to do as a child of god must be driven towards having the personality that god expects you to become number two personality and this is what god expects you to become remember that we you know looked extensively last week about we being realms yes that is who god said we are but we also need to work it out we need to it needs to be a reality we need to you know become people need to see us we're not just telling them that i'm a realm they need to see us that yes this person is indeed a realm and you know this personality is you know for me you know it's becoming like jesus that is my own you know why for personality is to become i want to become like jesus i want to become like jesus i want to you know speak like him i want to do everything like him i want to love like him and everything about our personality you know 
is described in the fruit of the spirit love joy peace patience and you know those nine things that is who i want to be so every time i'm going to you know studying praying you know i'm looking out for ways that my personality who god wants me to become can come to manifestation every time i go to the place of prayer yes beyond lord bless me lord do this lord do that i'm also praying that lord change my heart lord walk upon my heart every time i go to study the word of god the word of god to me is a mirror second corinthians 3 18 says that that, that we behold as in the mirror the glory of the lord we are being changed and transformed from glory to glory to the image of jesus that is the ultimate goal of studying the word of god to be changed to become like jesus every day it is a transformational process so i'm not just going to study the word of god so that hey i can people can say that ah she's a good preacher she's a good teacher no 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 i studied the word of god so that my personality can change and i also you know um teach the word of god so that their personality can change as well that is my ultimate goal for my own self and for other people i share the word of god with so i'm focused on having my personality changed to become like jesus you know I came to this conclusion about a couple of, you know, um, maybe like two or three months ago. And I'm like, no, 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 no. This is just it. My personality must, I must become like Jesus. I don't know how many of us know, um, Apostle Joshua Selman. I, I think he has an ongoing series right now. And he was talking, he's talking about the Holy Spirit. And he was saying that the Holy Spirit works in us to, for us to become Jesus experientially. That people must experience us as Jesus. You know they must see us and they're like you know this is just jesus i'm sure that we've heard this many times you know they'll say um we're no longer the by um people are no longer reading the bible they're reading us and things like that so my ultimate drive for wanting to um read for wanting to study for wanting to meditate for wanting to fast for wanting to do all of those things you know is just to have my personality change to become like jesus so i don't know what yours will be i don't know what yours is what do you want about your personality what do you want you know to how do you want your personality to be transformed so you need to sit down with yourself why do i want to study the word of god and how would this affect my personality why do i need to pray so that it will affect my personality so you need to answer this question so number one again is promise obtaining the promise of god number two your personality number three is partnership partnership and this is how god expects you to live remember he has given us a promise before he you know brought us to the world now you are now in the world is expecting a kind of personality for you to you know um, um be transformed into and now is expecting you to live in a particular way and that way can only be made that it can be can only be made possible when you are in partnership with the holy spirit so every time you are studying you are praying you are doing all of those things it is for you to you know fuel your partnership with the holy spirit for you to be surrendered the more to the holy spirit amen you know you are trying to build your partnership with the holy spirit because really 
in our journey through life, in our journey as Christians, as believers, trying to have a sizzling us relationship with God, we cannot do it by ourselves. It is impossible. It is impossible. It is impossible. Remember that I mentioned to us that, you know, when I was praying for us before we started, you know, what came to me strongly, you know, I, I saw it in my spirit handing you over to the hands of the Holy Spirit because I'm like it's not about what I'm coming to say here the Holy Spirit is the one that can change a man that can help a man that can make you do the impossible that can you know make you do things that you know your your flesh is so weak to do but once you are in partnership with the Holy Spirit I mean, things just change, things just turn around. So your focus for wanting to have a burning, you know, prayer life, you want you want your prayer altar to be on fire, you want your study life to be on fire, you want to pray, um, fast without hesitation, you want to be able to evangelize, you want to be able to talk about Jesus. Everything boils down to partnership. God does not want you to do all of those things by your own um, power, by your own energy, or your own in your own strength and things like that. So everything must be channeled towards having a stronger partnership with God. So you know that oh, every time I don't pray, when I don't study the Word of God, my partnership with the Holy Spirit is getting frail. It's getting, you know, um, losing out. So there's so at the back of your mind you have it that yes i want my partnership with the holy spirit to be strong i want it to be to get stronger and stronger by the day i want it to get mightier and mightier by the day and that is what will drive you to pray the more to pray in the holy ghost that is what will drive you to dig into the word of god that is what will drive you to stay connected with the holy spirit because you need the partnership number four purpose that's the fourth p purpose and this is what god expects you to do amen so everything that you want to do the activities you want to carry out must be such that they're going to be an empowerment for you to fulfill purpose so you're not just praying or fasting and doing all of those things for the sake of doing them or for your own sake alone for your family alone or for your you know just the things that are immediate to you now there's a purpose i think we talked about this too last week there's a purpose there's an higher calling there's something more that god wants you to you know become that god wants you to do rather that god there's there's, there's uh, you know we said about that we are a force we're a kingdom we're a reign we're an army there's something that we need to ex that we need to exact upon our generation and generations to come so knowing this fully well you know will make you sit up and say no 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 because there's no way you can fulfill purpose without having the word of god in you there's no way you can fulfill purpose without having a vibrant prayer life a vibrant you know communication with god because it is not about you it's about god just using you and this has to be I mean, God brought every one of us here on earth to fulfill a particular purpose. So you, it is not, it is not an option. It is a commandment. It is not a choice. It is something that you need to get up and do. It is something that you know is leading on you. All right. So everything that you are doing must be driven towards fulfilling the purpose of God for you. Amen. And lastly, the fifth P, the prize the prize what god will reward your living with 
let me let you know that you know when we get to heaven even before we go to heaven we're going to be receiving our rewards for you know serving god diligently and things like that but the ultimate prize of course is when we get to heaven we receive our, our mansions the crowns the incorruptible crowns the crowns of rejoicing and all of those things there is a reward or there are rewards that god has for you and i amen you know apostle paul was saying that you know we should run because even those that run here on earth athletes here on earth you know they receive a reward and it says that that reward that prize that they win is you know is, is something that can perish but we are striving for an incorruptible you know um crown for something that is incorruptible for something that is eternal that would never die an eternal price remember that i was saying to us last week that see come don't be trapped in the name mommy there is an everlasting name when you get to heaven there will be nothing like mommy there will be nothing like daddy there will be nothing like debola there will be nothing like those things it is an everlasting name an everlasting name Alright, so there is a prize, there's something ahead of you, and that is why every time you're praying, you're praying to the Lord, Lord, change me, mold me, take away the impurities in my heart, walk upon my heart. You're studying the word of God to see yourself that what is what again is left in my heart, in my life, and that I need to change. So when you know that there is a prize, there is a reward, you would always want to just ensure that you make out the time to pray, you make out the time to study, you make out the time to commune with God, you make out the time to ensure that you know you are fine with God because there is a price here on earth and even in heaven. For someone like me, you know, I've received a lot of blessings in the place of service. As in just um two weeks ago or so, you know, I got a big gift free of charge. And I mean, you know, I see it as a reward, as a prize. Alright, so I know that there are certain things that my I may never be able to put money together to buy and that is the way god has just put it it's it's supposed to come as a reward so no matter how much i'm struggling and trying to put the funds together for this it may not come because that is not the channel through which god has ordained it to come so there are certain things that you and i would enjoy here on earth that will not be as a result of our direct labor I mean physical uh, you know business or in the place of work it should be it will come as a reward of your service as a reward of your time in gospel as a reward of the things that you are pouring into yourself or any things that are coming out of you the reward of service the reward of living out a purposeful life the reward of you know just being all out for god and being a blessing to your generation amen and of course ultimately I can't wait to receive my prize in heaven. I can't wait to be crowned. I can't wait to receive my mansion. I can't wait for the marriage supper of the Lamb where God will say, Well done, thou faithful Debola. This is your reward. This is your crown. And I'm also looking forward to you and I receiving those rewards here on earth and even in heaven. All right, so these are the five dimensions of the why. You need to answer these five questions. What is the promise that I want to obtain from God? what is the personality that god wants me to become how what how, what is the partnership rate or what is the partnership level that i need to be involved in with the holy spirit what is the purpose that i need to you know to live out and what is the prize 
that I'm looking forward to. So now this, knowing these five things will be what will set your feet moving, that will set your heart, you know, racing and even, you know, going all out to study, to pray. Amen. I trust God that is going to help us, going to help us to answer those questions. As I said, I'm going to send us the written documents so that you can have you know more understanding and then you can use them as a guide to answer these questions from next week we're going to be looking at we're going to be setting the goals to achieve these things but i need you first to go and sit down and you know put it down what it is what, i mean what 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 is it that god wills for my life what is what what is it that god wants for you what is the promise that he has said concerning you what is the personality that he wants you to become what is the partnership that or what is the way that god wants you to live what is the purpose that is expecting you to do and what is the price that he wants to reward you with having a full understanding of those things would make you you know excel in your prayer life in your study life fasting and you know every other thing that you need to do to ensure that you have a steady work with God. Once you know all of these things, a lot of things that distract us will become nothing because you know that man, there's something greater ahead of me. As I said before, the, these things are the focus. I the promise I want to obtain from God is my focus. The personality that I want to become is my focus. The partnership I want to be with that I want to be in with the Holy Spirit is my focus. The purpose I want to achieve is my focus. The prize I want to receive is my focus. So nothing else can distract me. There's nobody that can, you know, um take my eyes away. They let let anybody do anything. I know where I'm going to. Let things happen. I might know where I'm going to. No matter how much my children trouble me and things like that, I know that there is something. So everything that they are doing is just by the side. You know, these things are things that will drive your focus. These are the things that will drive your desire. And as I said, next week by God's grace, we're going to be setting our goals to achieve these five things. But please, during this week, I'm going to give you time to, you know, answer these five questions all right see you in the chat room god bless you thank you so much i'm excited about all that god is doing in our lives see you later bye